How's it going? Okay, so if you're hearing this, you're probably like, what's going on? Why are you talking to me like this? Uh, well, so we, we, we went through a rebrand. We originally were, speaking of which, we're now Drunken Book Club. But I wanted to keep old episodes alive. So here are the episodes before the main update to Drunken Book Club. These are, you know, episodes that we did on a bunch of different books before we rebranded to Drunken Book Club. I keep referring to us as Drunken Book Club, but also reference speaking of which, which is the old podcast. So there we are. Also, our new socials for this are at DBC underscore pod for Twitter. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash Drunken Book Club. Definitely recommend checking it out. It's only a dollar a month, and you can tell us what books to read. All right, well, that's it. You guys enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. Have you ever thought to yourself, hey, these guys should talk about this book on Drunken Book Club? Or even, hey, I want to hear them gush about this on Rubles Rupees. Well, guess what? We'll listen to you if you pitch in a dollar on our Patreon. That's right, for one dollar, we'll listen to you. And along with that dollar, you know what else you get? You get access to all the bonus episodes that I put out every single week, including the backlogs, and early access to all our podcasts and videos, and everything else that I put up on there. So for a dollar, I think it's pretty much worth it, but you be the judge. Check it out. It's at patreon.com slash speaking of which. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Sober Book Club on Spooking of Witch. We couldn't find time to drink and <laughs> and record, so we're just going to do it sober this time around. So, should we tell people... Uh, hey, welcome, I'm your host Chris for the Rupal. <laughs> and I'm Sam. And this time around we read the Shivers book, Your Mama's a Werewolf. <laughs> great title, great title, I'm just going to say it. I guess we should tell people what we would have pre-gamed on, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were planning on having a drink called The Full Moon, which would have been one part orange liqueur and one part amaretto over ice, and it sounded pretty tasty, honestly, because yeah. I've been told amaretto tastes like Dr. Pepper. Hmm. Yeah. At least the good ones do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I, I was wanting to try it, but yeah. Yeah. I have to drive in like an hour. Yeah. In an hour? Or like in a couple hours. Yeah, that's what I'd say. <laughs> and I get drunk real easy. Yeah. And you have work, so you don't want to. Yeah. I mean, I'm just kidding now. <laughs> uh, so have you been... Uh, this is the last episode of Spooky I watched this month. Yeah. Uh, have you done anything spooky? Um. As we're recording this, we've gone halfway through the year. Or halfway through the month of October. Uh, well, I got some horror-themed tarot cards. Yeah. From, uh, for your birthday. Yeah, for my birthday. Yeah. And I've done a little bit of, like, a card a day kind of read. Yeah, that's cool. On those. Not really that much, honestly, yeah. like, sadly. I've been playing spooky games. Uh, I, I was about to say, if you, if you follow, if you go on our Patreon at patreon.com slash speaking of which, uh, I talk about what games and what movies and stuff I play on, uh, our bonus show called But I Digress, and I've been talking about what, uh, horror-themed games I've been playing on Game Pass. And, um, yeah, I've been having a good time with that, uh... Been trying to watch horror themed like TV show or just Halloween themed episodes from you know stuff that whatever's on. Mostly Nickelodeon, mostly Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Oh, I saw the Monster High movie. Oh yeah, you saw that one. Yeah. Without me. I didn't didn't realize you wanted to see it. I said I did. I forgot. Yeah. She's like she doesn't care. She's like no. You didn't want to watch no Monster High. I said I was interested in that. 
I'd still watch it again with you. I know. So. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but yeah, we read Shivers, Your Mama's a Werewolf. Sam, what did you think this book was going to be about? I felt like it was going to be very much kind of a Goosebumps kind of plot twisty in the sense of like the, oh no, it's not mom, it's him, or some shit like that. Dun, dun, dun. Like, uh, my guess for the book was uh, it'll be about a Your Mama joke gone too far and the kids have to try and save their mom. Mm. <laughs> that was what I thought it was going to be. That's actually really an interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been back in the creative mood again. I've been re- I've been I've, I've picked up the the quill as they say, and I'm finishing up. Um, uh, I I was a teenage wear lamer. Uh, if you can join our Patreon at patreon.com, you can read my uh, my rough draft. <laughs> if you ask. My, my fanfic. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The the one for this book, right? No. No. Aww. Uh So Sam. Let's let's talk about this cover. Uh, you want me to roast this cover, don't you? You want to hear my roast of this? Cover, oh yeah, as as I always have a pretty good one. So the cover is of a wolf moon, uh, staring hungrily at a person in the foreground, uh, and and this person is doing the macarena in the dead of woods. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Is and these are some pretty dead wolves woods. I mean, there's a skull right there. The trees are like gnarly. Yeah. Yeah, this is a this is a weird cover for a title of a book called Her Mom's a Werewolf, but most Shivers books have really creepy covers. I don't have a lot of Shiver books in my collection, but the other one I have, I think it's the one that comes after this one. Let me find out real quick. Yeah, the, the thing in room 601, I have that one. That has a creepy freaking cover. Uh, look it up. Pretty spooky. Uh, so, hey, um... Let's get into the book, chapter one. We're introduced to our main character, Ignatius J. Rockwell, but he prefers Iggy. Uh, He was named after Ignatius Loyal, a saint who founded the Jesuits, and Iggy Pup, who founded punk rock. Oh, and because of this, uh, I I actually did pregame on something today. I pregamed on heroin. <laughs> in support of Iggy Pop. No, I literally made the joke of like, did mom do heroin with Iggy Pop? <laughs> There's a good chance of it. Uh, he lives in Detroit and says his mom knew Iggy Pop when he was in the Stooges. Your mom banged Iggy Pop. Nate. Yeah. Uh, we're told that. See, his... like I can think it was the kiss forum thing of the my wife did kiss. Yeah, my wife did kiss. My mom did Iggy Pop. <laughs> yeah, my mom did Iggy Pop. Uh, we're told that his mom used to be in a punk band in 1977. The band was called We Hate You. She's no longer in a band, but she teaches 10th grade English. So that means she was ol- She also gets three months off for summer. That summer, they're going to a cabin up north near Lake Huron, and Iggy is bringing his weirdo friend, John, a.k.a. Mole. But Mole has creepy news for Iggy. Chapter 2. Also, get ready to hear chapter really quick, because yeah. these chapters are like five pages long, that and must. there's 35 of them. Some of them were like... Two and a half pages yeah, long. Pretty sad. Uh, Mole has brought a book from the library that's about the history of Fort Deckerville, the place they're going on vacation. He makes Iggy read a passage from the book. Uh, Sam, I think this is the only time I'm going to have you read anything from the book, actually. I don't have a lot of those because it's, this it's is a, a very short book. Like It's, it's a very easy to be condensed book. Uh, so we're going to go with the town of Fort Deckerville. Everything the, in italicized. Forest. Yeah. The town of Fort Deckerville was named after a British fort established in 1761. About 20 years later, the soldiers stationed at the fort suddenly stopped communicating with other forts in the vicinity. A squadron was sent to Fort Deckerville to investigate. 
When the squadron arrived, they found the fort deserted. There was no sign of a struggle. There were no bodies. The soldiers had simply disappeared. What happens remains a mystery. Some believe Indians captured the soldiers. Others contend that rival French settlers may have attacked. Oh, we killed them! But many people are still convinced that there is only one explanation, the supernatural. Oh, we are supernatural Frenchmen! The British squadron was so terrified by the empty fort that they burned it to the ground. I mean, when you're afraid of something, burn it down, right? I mean, it's also the 1700s. Like, that's yeah. just kind of an easy answer to... Yeah. This scares us. Let's oh, burn it. Burn it with fire! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just like the game where you kill the spiders. Yeah. Burn it with fire. And then there's a grouch problem at the end because, you know, there's no spiders. Oh, that's kind of funny. I was like, <laughs> that at least makes sense. Of... Yeah. Uh, da 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 uh, where do we go? Uh, the kids believe whatever made the soldiers disappear had to be supernatural, like like it says in the book. Yeah. Chapter 3. The next morning, they make the seven-hour trip from Detroit to Fort Deckerville. Icky, icky, icky. Iggy is even more excited about the trip with what Mole showed him, but Mole isn't too happy about it. When they arrive at the cabin, Iggy sees a small shack near the cabin, and it questions what it is. His mom explains she didn't want to bring it up earlier because he'd make a fuss about it because it's an outhouse. Also, the, he brings up a lot of things like this that don't come back later on, which he, he throws a lot of Chekhov's guns that and I'm like, that I, thought, I thought we'd have to hide in the outhouse or something. Like, he'd have yeah. to be, like use the bathroom late at night and then he'd hear a howl. Like, that was a great time for that. Sorry. Yeah, but no, they just... There's, there's a lot of stuff that I will bring up with my review. Where the plot point goes nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Iggy is pissed. They then find out there's no TV or phone, and Iggy and Mole are even more pissed. Mom then says, Hey, you little shits, why don't you just look outside and see the wonder that is the world, and be happy. I'm giving you a chance to experience something cool. They look outside in awe of the forest, and even see a deer. But the moment is interrupted by Mole giving a blood-curdling scream. Chapter 4. Mole explains that he saw something snatch the deer from the woods. Mom doesn't believe him and asks if they've been reading about the legends in the old fort. They admit they have, and she's like, your imagination just got the better of you. They prepare to unpack and have dinner, but before that, Iggy tells Mole that they're looking for that fort. Chapter 5. The next morning, the boys decide to go for a hike to find the fort, but before they can leave, Mom shows them something. It's a lifelike deer target. She says the owner was taking them down yesterday, and that's probably what Mole saw. She says that she's going to probably take the deer for some target practice. And we learn that she uses a shotgun and brought it with her. Like a true American. Chekhov's shotgun? <laughs> Question mark. Doesn't really come back except for like one moment. I say kind of, but not really. Yeah. They, because it's supposed to come back at later on in the book. It's not supposed like, to be the big payoff, yeah. not like a little. Yeah. yeah. They go out on their hike to find the old abandoned forts. On the way, they stop momentarily to check the map, but something is snarling right behind Iggy. A chapter break. <sighs> chapter 6. Iggy trips when spinning around to see what's behind him. It's a wolf! The two kids freeze and have a stare down with the wolf. Then a mosquito buzzes onto poor Iggy. He tries not to move, but it goes in his nose and bites him. Iggy freaks out and the wolf pounces too. Chapter 7. <laughs> the wolf pounces onto Iggy, pinning him down. Before the wolf can strike, he hears his mom, who rushes over and shoves the wolf off. She tells him to run, but before he can do that, the wolf is about to be on his mother. Chapter 8. Okay, and this is where I had to take a break and say, MD should really make these chapters longer, jeez, because this could have all been one chapter. Yeah. Instead of chapter break, chapter break, chapter break. 
Yeah, it's one of those, like, yeah, the pacing feels weird yeah. at times, because... I mean, it made it a really fast breeze to read, I'm not gonna lie. It felt like it also dragged, though, at times, because of just, like, oh god, another chapter break, why? No, I, I personally felt it didn't. I felt it worked for it, but it, it I can see where it could. You know? It didn't need the chapter break, as you have said. Yeah. We can agree on that, though. Yeah, it definitely didn't need to stop every five fucking pages. <laughs> the wolf is on his mom, but Mole has got her shotgun and takes aim at the wolf. He squeezes the trigger and singes the wolf's tail, and it runs off. Iggy runs to his mom, her eyes are closed, and the, and he fears the worst has happened. Another chapter break. <laughs> chapter 9. Iggy yells, No! Mom's like, shut up. Yeah, and this awakens <laughs> his mom, who tells him to stop yelling. <laughs> mom is alright. All she has is a nick on her neck from the wolf attack. They all head back to the cabin to patch her up. She's impressed by Mole's sharpshooting, and he says he has a BB gun. He should not have a gun. <laughs> Why do you say that? He gives me that vibe of, like, this kid There's nothing not... wrong with Mole. He just likes to read. I don't know. Yeah, you, you worry too much about Mole. Mole's fine. Uh, they all stayed in for the rest of the day. That night, Iggy hears a wolf howl in the distance. Ooh. Chapter 10. Can I get an owa owa? Owa owa. That's just what happened. The next day, they head into town for some supplies. It's a small town with not much there. They head into the market and Iggy asks the old woman behind the counter about the old fort and if there's anything left of it. She says there isn't. Mom approaches the counter with her things and the elderly lady comments on Mom's bandage. Mom explains what happened and the woman is surprised to hear about a wolf. She then tells them a story from the past that the old fort was actually attacked by giant wolves. Iggy is shocked while Mom is unfazed. <laughs> Chapter 11 they return with the groceries, and after they're put away, Iggy and Mole play Frisbee outside. Uh-oh, stay out of the basement, Frisbee vibes. Nah, they're not going to knock off Mom's hat and reveal ears on top of her head. <laughs> um, Mole has a basement that he spends his time in. Let him be. Yeah, exactly. He's a mole. That's why they call him Mole. True. You don't get a cool nickname like that by being a snitch. I don't know. They talk about what the old lady said, and Mole doesn't believe it either. Iggy thinks they're werewolves, but Mole's like, Bitch, werewolves only come out on the full moon, and that's not for another two nights. Mole then throws the frisbee too hard, and it lands in the bushes outside the outhouse. Iggy gets it, but then hears a growl from the bushes. Chapter 12. It's a friendly stray dog. It seems like the boys and Iggy decides to ask if they can keep the dog at least for the summer. Iggy heads inside and finds his mom in the bathroom. She's bent over the sink and it appears she's putting on makeup, which Iggy thinks is strange. He approaches her and she turns around quickly, surprising Iggy, and she has foam coming from her mouth. Chapter 13, this could have been one chapter. Yep. It's shaving cream. <laughs> Apparently mom's growing bizarre facial hair and says it's probably hormones. Iggy asks about the dog, and Mom agrees that they can keep them for now. Iggy heads outside to play with the pup, and Mole has already named the pup after the most evil German of all, Kaiser Wilhelm. Oh. Yippee skippy. <laughs> I even put in my notes to drop the Simpsons moment. <laughs> I literally put Kaiser Wilhelm yippee skippy. Yeah. <laughs> we both had the same thought. Well, because it's like the most... The thing we remember him for. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember him for. 
Iggy thinks it's a dumb name, but Mole goes on about why it's the perfect name, but Iggy ignores him and has an inner monologue about the wolves being werewolves, and now his mom might be one too. Chapter 14. That night, the moon is full. Iggy wakes up to inform Mole that his dumbass got it wrong. Then suddenly, loud cracks and howls are heard inside the cabin. Someone or something is breaking the support beams. The kids try to rush out, but Iggy can't, and he falls. Hovering over him is a werewolf with blue jeans, a Ramon shirt, and hoop earrings. It's his mother. Is it weird that I was like, because he said silver, it's like, they're probably not silver. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did, did it say that? Yeah, it said silver hoop earrings, and I was like, can't be real silver. Yeah. <laughs> it's still nickel free. It's steel. It, yeah, it's sterling. It's like steel or yeah. or zinc. Yeah, there you go. Zinc, zinc, zinc. Come back, zinc. Chapter fifteen. <laughs> Just gonna be it's, Simpsons references all the way. It, hey, you know we. I've been watching a lot of Simpsons recently because of Treehouse of Horrors gets me back in the Simpsons mood. Chapter fifteen. It's a dream, mother. Ooh, dream, mommy. Mm. The fucking dream gambit. Yeah, I was about to say. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> even even when we get out of, what's it called? Goosebumps. Out of Goosebumps, we still get them. Bone Chillers didn't have any nightmares, did it? No, it did. Yeah, it had yeah. one. But it was at least scary. This one was just like... They're eh. like, it, they're breaking support beams. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like... It's a dream, Mommy, as I said. Mole wakes up Iggy from his bad dream, and they have breakfast. Mom made eggs and bakey. The kids devour their meal. Mom, on the other hand, only wants bacon for breakfast, and the kids stare as she devours raw bacon. Mole is disgusted and can't finish his meal and heads upstairs. Be funny if it was actually, like, it wasn't as gross as it sounded, like it was, like, the turkey bacon that's pre-cooked. Yeah. yeah turkey bacon less. 97? Yeah. Hmm? My parents had that shit all when I was growing up. Like, since 97? I don't know, like... I don't think so. I think we need to ask my mom because she would remember. Iggy stays and notices his mom's teeth have started to get pointier. Chapter 16. What big teeth you have, mom. The boys head out for a swim that day, but mom stays behind to read. We find out Mole can't swim. I thought that was going to come back later. Yeah. That's why I mentioned it. Because it legit, I thought they would have to go to the lake and like try to swim to like the fucking raft to get away from mom because, I don't know, werewolves don't like water or some shit. Or like, yeah. But, yeah. but no, that didn't come up at all. Iggy tells Mole that he thinks his mama's a werewolf. Iggy explains that his mom only ever eats her meat well done. Mole thinks it might be rabies, but Iggy looked it up and it's not rabies. Hank would ask her politely yet firmly to leave. Yeah. Mole thinks they should get a silver bullet, but Iggy is like, Bitch, we are not shooting my mom. They decide it's best to tell her that they think something is wrong. Chapter 17 that evening, they're having steaks for dinner. They notice mom barely cooked hers. Just like my mom. I was about to make that joke. Unlike, I don't know, this mom's like my mom. Because yeah. my mom prefers well done, which I'm just like, oh, mom. Whereas my mom's like, I want you to walk it past the fire. Yeah. And that's it. They also notice her teeth have gotten pointier. Her ears are coming to a point as well. And tufts of hair are growing all over her body. Iggy asks if she's doing alright. She says she is. And Mole says... They're worried about her bites. She then snaps at them and yells she's fine, and that's the last she wants to hear about it. This book should be called Your Mama's Going Through Menopause. <laughs> I'm glad that one got a laugh out of you instead of, like, a, really, Chris? <laughs> no, because, like, hormones are a bitch. Yep. Yeah. Because, I mean, women get hairier on during menopause, don't they? They can't. It's one of those that depends. Yeah, it depends. some women it's, it's lose some, hair. Yeah. Some get... 
well, some lose fa- like head hair and get like facial like yeah. these hairs become... it's because of the testosterone or like lack of estrogen. Yeah, and, yeah, all uh, sorts of the hormones do all sorts of weird shit. So yeah, very true. Mood swings. She then calms down and asks, "Who wants dessert?" Iggy says he'll have a coffee because he plans on staying up all night. Chapter 18. At midnight, the boys try to come up with something to do about Mommy, but they can't come up with anything. They then hear her leave out the front door. Iggy watches as she gets on all fours, howls at the moon, and then runs into the woods. Chapter 19. The boy... This should have been one chapter. So can I tell you what I thought at this point when they were, like, pretty much confirming that Mom was a werewolf? Yeah. That, like, they're going to try to defeat, like, the werewolf, thinking that that's the one that turned her. Mm-hmm. But really, she's, like, the alpha all along or something. <laughs> you know, do one of those things. Uh, of, like the... I never had that thought. I thought she was faking it the whole time to mess with them. Because she seemed like the cool mom. You yeah. know? So I thought she was, like, messing with them the whole time kind of thing. Yeah. That's that's what I personally thought. See, I was point. thinking the Goosebumps thing of... Con- or, like, the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm the alpha vampire. M- mom? Well, I have a life outside of home, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Chapter 19. The boys try to stay up to see when Mom gets back home, but both end up passing out around two, like boys do. The next morning, they find the front door wide open, and the room Mom is sleeping in closed. Iggy says he'll check the bedroom, and Mom, uh, sorry, and Mole should check outside. So Mole's like, be glad we're not in the city. Right. But somebody pointed out that a lot of, like, serial killers and like, murderers like that, mm-hmm. will go into small towns because people will just leave their doors unlocked and easy to access. That is true, but I don't think this small of a town. True. Like, they're but, they're not talking about this small of a town. That literally, the only three, they only have three buildings in their main street. True. But you and know the what next I mean, person's, though. like, a mile away. Yeah. Yeah, this does not work here, hon. I was just making that thought of, like... It, it didn't work here. I just, I just proved you wrong. Uh, can't see this, this isn't this, what was it, like, talking of what or whatever? Yeah, doc, talking of which, I don't know. Yeah, where you just got to be, like, pedantic asshole to me. <laughs> no, it was to the audience. You were just giggly girl. No, there was a time where I said something, and you're like, no. No, it was actually. <laughs> actually. Uh, you made me lose my spot, damn you. <laughs> Iggy enters his mother's room and notices it doesn't smell as nice as their home. It smells of wet dog, rotten meat, and moldy woods. Son, your mama's had an orgy in there. (laughs) He creeps towards the bed and sees a lump there. He pulls back the covers and it's only her pillow. But before he can leave, the door suddenly slams shut and he feels nails dig into his shoulder. Into chapter 20. Before Iggy can even scream, a hairy hand is placed over his mouth. It's his mother. She tells Iggy to take his little Melvin friend and go out today and not bother her because she hasn't been feeling well. He agrees, and she literally throws him out of her room. Iggy gets one last glimpse of her, and she is getting hairier and more wolf-like. Chapter 21. Iggy bandages up where his mom's claws dug into him, and he tries to think of what to do with his mom, but can't think of anything that's effective against werewolves besides the silver bullet. Then he hears a scream from outside. It's Mole Mole Mole. <laughs> Chapter 22. Iggy finds Mole crying over something. It's a torn collar that was on Kaiser Wilhelm. They believe Mom got him. Mole wants to bury the collar to commemorate the pooch. He's Yippie's last Skippy. <laughs> Iggy says there are tools in the cellar they can use. The boys head to the cellar door, but neither wants to go down. Uh, soon they hear the front door slam and it's mom and she's pissed about mole screaming outside her window 
Mole apologizes, but Mom says it's too late for that and he must be punished. Mmm, spank me, punk mommy, says Mole. <laughs> she then leaps at Mole. <laughs> After he says, mmm, spank me, punk mommy, punk hairy mommy. <laughs> Chapter 23. Mole screams at Iggy to duck and he tackles him onto the grass. Mom lands in the cellar. Mole goes to the door to try and seal it, and Iggy grabs a lock for it. But before they can lock Mom in the cellar, she grabs hold of Mole. Chapter 24. <laughs> Fucking another chapter. It's just a couple sentences here, guys. Iggy slams the lock onto his mother's hairy hands, and she lets go of Mole. Let's go of Mole. Uh, they then lock the beast in the cellar. Then Iggy hears his mother speaking coolly to him to let her out, and, and that she's hurt. Mole is like, don't even... And Mom snaps and calls Mole a fink and that she regrets bringing him along. And if she gets out, of out, he should watch his back. Which, you know, I thought that was going to come back. It does not come back. Yeah, yet again, another thing that you're like, oh, this will. Yeah, no. Iggy takes Mole aside and says they're going to town to get help and they're taking the van. <laughs> Chapter 25. Iggy takes the driver's position and they venture out slowly in the van. Sadly, Iggy doesn't know the way to town, and Mole calls him an idiot for the plan, and I put Augie instead of Iggy. Augie snaps at Mole. Iggy, okay. Mole freaks out, but it's because they're about to hit a tree. Chapter 26. Iggy swerves to avoid the tree, but hits a fallen log instead. The van is out of commission, and Iggy thinks he's failed. But Mole's like, hey man, you at least had an idea, so let's rush to town on foot. They start to head out, but hear a click of a rifle being cocked, and a man with a sudden drawl tells them to freeze. They come face to face with a short man with a very mismatched outfit. He demands to know what they're doing. They explain that Mom is sick and that they're trying to get help. He lowers his gun and introduces himself. His name is Jesco Vaughn. He's a hermit writer. He explains that he writes about things the kids wouldn't understand. Iggy jokes and says, what, like werewolves? And this gets Jesco's attention. He asks what they know about dim beasts. They explain what happened to Mom and beg him for help since he's an expert in the weird. He says he's no expert on werewolves and he's more of a UFO, vampire, and Native American spirits kind of guy. He does, however, mention that his ex used to be an expert on werewolves. I thought the ex was going to be the mom. Yeah, me too. I was like... Yeah. I was like Dad? So, yeah. Uh, he didn't really retain much of what she said on the subject. All he knows is that they need the original wolf that bit Mom. Chapter 28. They head back to Jesco's house to find a book on werewolves. He eventually finds it and says to cure Mom, they'll need one part water and the fur of the wolf that bit her. So a bit of hair of the dog? Yeah, I didn't even think of that one. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. The kids ask Jesco for help in finding the wolf since he knows the woods and he agrees. We got six chapters left, guys. Chapter 29. <laughs> they all go into the woods to search for the wolf. Along the way, Jisco tells the legend of the forts. He says the soldiers... Oh my god. He says that the soldiers hunted the wolves for sport and left the bodies in the forest. The wolves decided to get even, and that's what happened to the fort according to legend. He then says that legend says that the wolves go after specific people, and that when they're bitten, they don't transform back during the day, but they stay a wolf forever. Then, out of nowhere, the wolf appears and attacks. Convenient. Heard you talking shit. Talk shit, get bit. Chapter 30. 
The wolf goes after Iggy, but before the wolf can take a chunk out of the boy, Jesco shoots the wolf with a dart, and we get a weak explanation of why he has the darts, and that they can't kill the wolf. The wolf is slightly dazed, but soon it's all, it's ready to attack again. I also found that really stupid. Why couldn't they have been like, here, I need to bring this blow dart. We can't kill the wolf during the last chapters. Yeah. Like, legit, they could have done that. But no, he has to be like, I'm going to bring it up later when when we need it. Yeah. It feels very forced. It feels like the opposite of Chekhov's gun of like... Yeah. It's like un-Chekhov's gun. Yeah. Chapter 31. The wolf is about to leap at Jesco, but the dart's poison kicks in and the wolf is out like a light bulb. Jesco then gets some fur and mixes it with water that he brought. The next step is finding Mom. Chapter 32. So they could have also just left a bowl out and had the dog drink from it and then just... Well, that's if fur got on it. There's there's always some fur after. Yeah, not always. Sometimes. They head to the... You know that would be the one time it doesn't. True. But you're right. You're right. They head to the cabin and explain their plan. Iggy will try and convince Mom to drink the potion. If that doesn't work, they'll shoot her with a dart and force the drink down her gullet. Before they can even start their plan, Iggy trips over something. It's a padlock from the cellar. The door is smashed to pieces. Mommy Wolf is loose. Chapter 33. The good news is that Mom is still wearing her boots so they can track her. Bad news, it's going to be dark soon and they can't track her without a light source. Iggy says he'll get the flashlight in the cabin. When, he's, when he enters, the lights aren't working. He thinks Mama Wolf may have cut the power while in the cellar. He rushes to the kitchen drawer, where the flashlight is, and finds it. But before he can head out, the front door closes and locks. Click. Chapter 34. It's Wolf Mom! And she's hungry for a little boy. Phrasing. <laughs> Iggy thinks quickly. He grabs the vial from his pocket and when she's about to pounce, he flashes her with the flashlight, directly in the eyes, stunning her. He then jumps at his mama, Wolf, and forces the potion down her throat. He then jumps off, and she looks even more pissed. Mm-hmm. Chapter 35. Mama's cured, and Kaiser Wilhelm isn't dead. The end. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was kind of hoping for, like, a goosebump moment at the end where it's like, we're all right. Right. And then, like... It turns Mole out like has like a scratch on him or yeah, something. Or like Kaiser Mole. Wilhelm is like I thought Kaiser Wilhelm would have been like the, turned out to be the wolf. Yeah. Or something. Like th- there's a lot of like things that I'm like there's a lot of missed opportunities in this story. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I say. It feels it feels a very off book, honestly. Yeah. So, uh Sam, your notes? So, those I ha- those are most of my notes that I brought up. Um yeah, don't go in Mole's basement and when they're like vampires. I was like, vampires in Michigan isn't the dumbest thought. Yeah. Considering it gets, it can get dark easily. And, yeah, and they're also in the woods that says that it's very dark. Yeah. So it's like, that's not the dumbest idea. Yeah. When they're like, that's dumb. And then, yeah, everything else we talked about. I didn't take many notes because it was a very short book. It's, it's a very short one. Um, I like that, uh, what's it called? The kid in the story, Iggy, watches The Tick and reads Aquaman comics. Then again, it's 90s Aquaman. <laughs> and 90s Aquaman was a trip. That's, that was Mullet Aquaman. Okay. I thought RL relied too heavily on the shocker endings to chapters. Sheesh, every chapter is like five pages and it ends with a fake out. Yeah. Uh, holy shit, there's Fago in this yeah, book. Yeah, I was about this to is like, so fucking Michigan. I was about to be like, family, family. <laughs> you know Fago's big in Michigan, huh? I know, but yeah. I just want to make that ooh, ooh. joke. Page 71 has an error on it. I'm going to read this error. All along, I'd been hoping that this whole werewolf thing had been a figment of my imagination. But last night, I had see it with my own eyes. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that, and I was like... I had see it I had with see my own it. eyes. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, random question time. 
Scott, okay. got a couple random questions. Do you think you'd be able to handle a month in the woods with no electronics? Um, and an outhouse. The outhouse would be a, kind of the easy part, assuming... Because I said it has a tub with running water. Yeah. The no cell phone, like, even in the fact of, like, not being able to call in an emergency mm-hmm. would be probably the hard part. Yeah. Like, I think I could probably do it, but it would suck at least beginning. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to last. You need your tech. You're always on your phone or your Switch. <laughs> uh, she says Again, she's good. I, I would give it a try. How about that? So, okay, that's I fair. That's fair. Yeah, well, you never said I'd give it a try. You said you could definitely. I, I could maybe. Okay. I'd try it. Do you prefer werewolves because you get a pet and a boyfriend at the same time, Sam? Yes. <laughs> uh, those are my random questions. <laughs> so, before we get into our final thoughts, let's get into some uh, recommendations here. Uh, do you have any recommendations? Um, goosebumps feels obvious, but, you know. Okay. Any specific um, goosebumps? Not that I can think of. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I'm sorry, I'm not into goosebumps like you are, so maybe... Well, I do have a goosebumps recommendation on mine, so... <laughs> okay, so I have a couple recommendations. The Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, The Tale of the Full Moon, which Sam watched with me. She could have easily brought this one up. I forgot about it, okay? Like, it, how could you forget about that, I forgot that about campy the, nightmare? I forgot about the name. Oh, it's such a good episode. You could have just said the werewolf episode. Yeah. I could have told you, because there's not that many werewolf episodes. Yeah, true. I think that might be the only one, sadly. It's like an opposite version of this one that ends with a boy having a werewolf for an uncle. It's a silly episode that is very campy, and I kind of like the be- like people make fun of the werewolf mask. I like the werewolf mask. It's fun in that like it's kind it's the camp is the fun part. Yeah. It's a really campy episode. It's really silly, but it has some good scares in there and it's honestly I think it'd be in my top 5 honestly of favorite Far You Afraid of the Darks. Yeah. Uh an American Werewolf in London. It has a similar theme of being on vacation in an unknown location and someone becoming a werewolf but being in denial of it until it's too late. Yeah. And as for Goosebumps recommendations, I'll go with Werewolf Skin, because yet again, it's about family and werewolves. Yeah. Alright, Sam, your final thoughts? Uh, it was fine, like, it could have been a lot worse, but it also could have been a lot better. Yeah. The pacing felt weird with the ch- with the fake-out chapter break every few pages, so it just felt, it for me it dragged personally, just because again, it was one of those, okay. It was getting old. Yeah. Okay. Like, I kind of got numb to the... Then they screamed. Ah, and then scream. it was just, yeah, like after every goddamn. And it just felt very by the numbers and not very, like very meh, I feel. Okay. It's the way I'd describe it. Meh. All right. Out of five, what would you give it? Um, Probably like a two. A two? Okay. My final thoughts. This book gets the action and thrill pretty quickly. You know from the start that there is something seriously wrong with Mom, and there are real stakes here. Some criticisms that I do have is that the structure of this book is weird. There are way too many chapters. Most can be made into one. Not sure if this makes sense, but sometimes you can tell it's an adult voice speaking for a kid in this one. Oh no, I heard that. Like, it's trying too hard to make it seem simpler than it is. Hello, fellow children. Yeah. Fellow youths. Uh, I rather like this... I, I liked I really I really like that this book is filled with references to things that I like punk rock music Fago and Kaiser Wilhelm. Uh, I enjoyed my read, but it definitely has structure issues. But it's well written and very entertaining for me at least. I thought it was. I thought it was deep. I'm gonna probably revise mine to like a two and a half. Honestly, okay. like it's uh, the action the keeps coming even if it's pretty obvious of what's about to happen. I give this one. Three half-naked moms standing in a dark kitchen, questioning what happened out of five. 
That's that's mine at least. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, you're fine. Sorry. I, I think it's down the middle as well. I think three's mine just because I think it's a, a slightly above average. Okay. I don't think it's a perfect book. I think it, it does keep with the good like thrills and chills, but the structure does is its biggest weakness, and it will and it hurts the book really bad. Yeah, yeah. So that's our thoughts on our first Shivers book, Sam. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll return to this one uh, another time. You know, another one in the series. This has been a short episode. Yeah, it's usually the what's it called drunk book clubs aren't that long. They only tend to be like hour tops. Yeah. Like I think Manicula, like Manicula Two, went on for an hour because how long that book was. Yeah. It it also depends on how long the book is. That's how long the episode is. One hundred twenty five pages. Yeah. I remember that because I was like Sam. I'm like a, a sixth of the way there. I've read twenty five pages. <laughs> um, breeze to read. This yeah. one was a breeze. That's why I want to read more shivers. They were a breeze. <laughs> I'd read more like I'd I wouldn't kick it out of bed kind of thing like yeah I was about to say, I'd like to see if he has better ones yeah uh, I'd be I'd be curious to see if anyone has any recommendations for shivers uh, leave it in the comments leave it on the Twitter thing I wouldn't mind it so what what are we reading next time on Drunken Book Club Sam? so isn't it Frank and Turkey 2 it is Frank and Turkey 2 I am so excited to get back into Bone Chillers ah yes because those were actually good and Those creepy. were really good and scary. They were well written and actually just phenomenal. God. Yeah. We never did watch the episode of uh, Frank and Turkey uh, of the TV show. No, we didn't. No. Well, we can do that next year for uh, But I Digress. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hey, if you like what you heard, make sure to like, subscribe, uh, rate and review us where you can, uh, write comments where you can. You know, those engagements really do help the podcast be found. And hey, if you think a friend would like to hear us, let them know about us. We'd love to hear, you know, we like, you know, what's it called? Word of mouth is the best way to spread independent podcasts like ours. Yeah. Uh, and hey, if you really like this, you really like us. Uh -huh. A uh, dollar on Patreon unlocks everything. <laughs> Patreon.com slash speaking of which. You can be like our two followers currently. Trey at your service on Twitter. And Weiss, who's on the podcast. And you can also find him at Force Left Hander on uh, Instagram and YouTube. Uh, and you can follow the podcast at SOW underscore podcast on Twitter. should really get a freaking... I should really do Instagram again. I, I hear that's really good for podcasts. I have no clue because I haven't been on there forever. Cause same, I can't stand it. I think I think it's just because I follow my friends and stuff, and they're just. I hate to say it, Instagram is just boring. It's just people take. It's a lot of selfies, and I don't really care about people's selfies. Yeah. I do like vacation photos. People yeah. do post good vacation photos. Or or dog animal pics. Oh yeah, that's always good. Like I'm, there's very few animal pics I don't like on Instagram. That's very true. I don't know. It, it gets boring. It gets old fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a lot of substance, but no real flavor. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's why I kind of like Twitter, because it has a good balance of the both. All right. Well, uh, Sam, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Berserker Rose. Nice. Uh, I guess we'll be going out on a werewolf thing song. I think I was a teenage werewolf, because we might as well keep with the punk factor in here. Yeah. Because why not go with the cramps? I mean, they're I technically... Psychobilly, but whatever. Close enough. Hey. I was like, if there's any Iggy Pop one that would fit, that would be. I want to be your dog. I'm just thinking since it mentioned. Yeah. I'm all wrapped up, I'm ready to go.